0: Welcome to the CBQ Legacy 2023 Best of Awards. And here's your hosts, Evil Jeff and Brett. Hello. Hi. 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 Hello. Hi, thank Eagle. you. Thank you. Enough of these applause. Thank you. Bring it down.
1: Thank you so much for having the two of us together to present these awards. Some might say it's a predictable combination of people. And I am one of them. And
0: I am the other. Ah, oh, it's been 2023. Crazy year, wouldn't you say? What a year.
1: What a year. This was a year that started with the Sins of Sinister. Yes. Um, we had the X-Men and Captain Marvel fight the Brood, and Gene and Scott fight over the Brood.
0: And then it ends with the fall of the X-Men.
1: Ends with the fall of the X-Men. It ends with Emma Frost marrying Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Stark. (laughs) Oh, my God. So much happened. We had Titans and Doom Patrol leave us.
0: Yes. And we had um, many hot, hot characters that we wanted to enter us.
1: Correct. (laughs) Uh, there were so many comic book, fantasy, and sci-fi movies and comic books and TV shows to talk about, and we will. Uh, but first, Evil Jeff, you know, I want to kind of turn the camera towards our non-comic book arts and media, um, namely the movies.
0: Yeah, because you know what? We're fucking humans. We don't. We don't. You know, we're not robots that just watch comic book stuff. We like other things.
1: That's right. We have taste. Yeah. Outside of comic books. Exactly. Especially if it's a campy, melodramatic, dare I say, comedic thriller um, (laughs) featuring two tour de force performances by two of our favorite middle-aged actresses. That's right. Yes, of course. So we just really want to use this segment to talk about May, December. Okay.
0: Yes, that's who we are giving the awards of our favorite non-comic book movie of the year. We are giving it to May-December, which you can watch now on Netflix.
1: On Netflix, which is good for some things, sometimes. May-December is one of those things.
0: Yes, of course, this movie is directed by one of my favorite directors of all time, Todd Haynes. He is known, he got a start by doing um, a movie called Superstar, the Karen Carpenter story told with Barbie dolls. Have you ever seen okay. that? Have you
1: ever seen no, that? No, I have not. It's nope.
0: amazing. The Barbie doll, he whittles the Barbie doll away with like, like he whittles her away as she gets thinner and thinner. <laughs> and there's just, and it's just the Barbie's acting and it's just like, Karen, what are these laxatives for? Um, I'm constipated. Liar. Like, it's great. It's great.
1: That's and, his first movie. I have to yes, see this.
0: Yes. It's it's hard to find because Barbie sued him. Um, So he re-edited oh. it as an educational movie on bulimia. Oh my God, yes. Um, so it's hard to find. I think it might be like on YouTube or something. He also did the movie Safe with Julianne Moore. Yes. He did the movie Poison. She's highly allergic. Yes. Which one? The Poison. Palme d'Or. He did Thank Far you. From Heaven with Julianne Moore. He did- He loves
1: Julianne Moore.
0: Carol, everyone's favorite lesbian movie with Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara. I love this man. The thing that's great about him is he delves into- he delves into whatever genre the movie should be in. He just dives headfirst into the genre. And he like, you know, he was doing an homage to Douglas Sirk movies for Far From Heaven. The genre he's doing for May December lifetime movie.
1: Lifetime movie.
0: And he goes he- headfirst. I don't think I'll ever look for hot dogs the same way ever again.
1: One of the best moments in the movie happens up front where, I mean, it really, I've never seen a tone be set so clearly and deliberately in my life when you think it's kind of like they're playing it straight so far. The opening lines of the movie, you know, they really don't give you much need for pause or laughter. But then after some dialogue There is this stinger of music that is just like, dun-dun. And a zoom in. A
0: stinger of music. A zoom in in to her fridge. And Julianne Moore just goes, I don't think we have enough hot dogs.
1: (laughs) In the script, I read the script page (laughs) from it. In the script, it says her face, like something overcomes her face. The realization that something horrible is about to happen is written all over her face. And then the line she utters is, I don't think we have enough hot dogs.
0: Yeah. I, the whole
1: script is subtext. I
0: burst out laughing and I was, and I just turned to Joe and I was like, I'm going to love this. Is I love this movie.
1: <laughs> I already love this movie. I mean it was but it was. It was heartbreaking, it was endearing. He Todd Haynes managed to make melodrama feel subdued and balanced, which is a feat. And
0: I I think that's the trick is when you're dealing if you, if people don't know what May December is about, it's very much the the what's her name? Mary Jo Letourneau. I Mary think. Her, K. Mary Kay Letourneau. Mary Kay Letourneau, Where it's a woman who is a teacher who had an affair with her twelve-year-old student and then uh and then was arrested, but when she got out of jail, she married him. Um, and so this is kind of like, kind of like that, where this is a woman where she meets a twelve-year-old in a pet store, and they start an affair, and the guy is her son's best friend. And they are, it's now years later and they are married and they have children. And so this is like a 36-year-old who now yeah. has eighteen, year, has an 18-year-old and like a 21-year-old. And his kids are all about to leave to go off to college. And he's just going to be alone with his predator
1: wife. And the he we're talking about is played by Charles Melton, who does this incredible job yeah. of portraying a man whose entire adolescence was kind of stolen away from him.
0: Yeah. and. The whole premise of this is Natalie Portman plays like kind of a, a bad TV actress that's coming to study them because they're going, she's going to do a movie version of their story. And as she comes there, when you first see it, you're like, oh, I guess they're happy. But you start with the more you and I think the thing that's smart about this movie is Charles Melton's character is kind of in the background at the beginning. But the more he starts to come forward, you slowly see like, oh, he's still a 12 year old. He's yeah. never grown up. And it is heartbreaking that he is a dad and you see him with his 18 year old kids that are totally adults and totally, and he's still not grown up. It's heartbreaking
1: performance. It's fantastic. It is the movie of the year and it better win everything.
0: Also, Charles Melton, um, he is wearing a prosthetic penis, but it's still really hot. Yes.
1: All right. Thank you May December. Yeah, when oh, the Jeff, Oscars Oscars for into? Charles
0: Melton and Natalie Portman I say.
1: All of them for the script, for yes. the direction, all of us. Yes. Best picture? Ah. <sighs> but now it is time to talk about the three things. Well, the two things that are in our title. Comic books and queer stuff. Okay. Are you ready?
0: I am ready. Yes.
1: What category encapsulates the spirit of the Comic Book Queer's Legacy Awards more so than best queer character from either a comic book, a movie, or a TV show? Okay. I think we have lines, a top three, think, don't we?
0: I did not do a top three. You I did I, not
1: do a top three.
0: I um I actually was having some. I was having some trouble. I realized, like, I was kind of disappointed with a lot of the queer characters, because when I was thinking of the queer characters, I'm like, they weren't really my favorite thing, though. And so I only have one, and I feel like it might be surprising. I don't think you're going to have
1: it. Okay, what?
0: Um, I'm going to have, I have the character of Jordan Lee from Gen V.
1: (gasps) Oh, I like this.
0: This is a non-binary, well, a bi- not even non-binary, a bi-binary whose powers are can really right. changed from male to female. So when they're a female, they're a lesbian. When they're male, they're- Super binary. But yes. But I found this character so interesting. It v- it's very commenting on the roles of gender and all of that stuff. And also, it's a really cool character. And they're very- I really like the character where they're very, you can tell they're very like- I like that they're very broody. And also, I love an enemies to lover romance. So, and they're played by Derek La and London Thor, Mm -hmm. played both, played Mm -hmm. the same character as the boy and the girl. And I just, I really love Gen V. And so I was just really digging it. I'm interested to hear who you have because I was tr- running. There's another person that I could put in this list, but I have them in a different care- category, so I kind of didn't want to spoil that category. So I'm going to say. So you that know what later. I did?
1: All right. I I I basically gave best queer character to a four way tie because I thought 2023 was the age of lesbian love, and so Betsy, Rachel, Mystique, and Destiny. You are my queer characters of the year because your love (laughs) prevailed.
0: I feel that I couldn't give it to Destiny again because we gave her all the love last year, I believe it was.
1: Yeah, but we just found out she's Nightcrawler's real mother, so... True, and I will say,
0: Betsy and Rachel, when I was... I thought of them, but I looked back and I'm like, I don't know. In the end, I feel like all of that... What was that? Knights of what What was that book? Knights of
1: X. But then it was no, it Betsy was Captain Brata, Britain. Bexy Bride mm-hmm. Captain
0: Britain. It wasn't as memorable to me. So I just felt like they didn't deserve it.
1: I actually it was really more where they wound up at the end of that series, kind of like traipsing across the multiverse together. Yeah. I was like, OK, if if that's their ultimate fate, then I love it. What what a what a wonderful ending for those two. Yeah. And they're going to return in Dead X Men, which we're very excited about.
0: Dead X Men.
1: Okay. Let's go to our next category, which is best queer IRL. So, our best person on the LGBTQ spectrum in real life. Okay. Who do you got?
0: I can't. I I feel like sometimes there's someone where it's not even necessarily that I am like obsessed or love this person, but it's like the importance. That they are queer. Yeah. And as someone who just came out, that's right. I'm putting Billie Eilish just came out of oh. the closet. She now says, I'm all about the ladies. She won't label it if she's a lesbian or bi or whatever, but she just says, I'm all about the ladies. And she got she's mad. Going through a girl phase. She got mad when people asked about it, and she's like, does not it obvious that I look like a lesbian? Which I'm like, well, okay, you got this. <laughs>
1: I mean, touche, Billie Eilish.
0: But I do feel as one of the most popular, important pop stars right now, um, having yeah. that person be out and queer, and it kind of having no effect of their yeah. popularity, I think that is monumentous, and I love it. Billie Eilish, Again, it- music, I'm not really downloading all of her songs. She's not like my favorites. I, I have a sure. few. She's not, it's fine. But um, she's yeah. not my cup of tea. But, um, I love it. Who do you have?
1: I was thinking about giving it to Sufjan Stevens, who revealed God. not only that he's gay, but all of his music was to his dead partner. Yeah, that was, I just that's thought, so sad. My God, what a story. I also was thinking of giving it to Troy Sivan, just because he gave us Rush, which you know I what? really think I was would like put, the most I would iconic. The, you
0: know what? Honestly, he deserves to be up there, too, because as someone who can break the pop barrier as yeah. openly queer, and their songs are about doing poppers...
1: Yeah. Yeah. But ultimately, I gave it to Sasha Colby. Sasha Colby is my best <laughs> queer in the world.
0: Love me as Sasha Colby. I also had on my list is Kid Connor and Joe Locke from Heartstopper. Yes. I just love them.
1: By the way, Joe Locke making his Broadway debut January 31st here in New York in Sweeney Todd. As, Can't wait. As
0: the, as the kid?
1: No. Yeah, as the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not as Sweeney Todd.
0: As Angela um, yeah,
1: Lansbury's Sasha- character. <laughs> yes. Sasha Colby, I mean, our first, right? Our first trans drag race winner. No, uh, well, of know. the
0: main season.
1: Of the main season. Sonique
0: Love. Um, um, Kylie Sonique. Yeah, uh, yeah. She won all-stars.
1: Okay. all stars. Right. Okay. You're like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't count that. I don't count that. Sasha Colby, congratulations. Now let's talk about our best 2023 queer moment. Okay. So a lot of gay things happened. What was your favorite?
0: Mine actually just happened this week. Because <gasps> I'm actually Recency using a li- bias. Is it uh, bias. <laughs> it is true, but, but I do feel there's some things where it's like important moments in history of Billie yeah. Eilish coming out. I think this is an important moment in a comic book and a weird sci-fi history. Okay. Is Nakuti Gatwa finally appears yes. as the next doctor on Doctor Who.
1: Yes.
0: So we have Love a that. black gay Finally. Doctor Who and the way he actually, people are already angry because I don't know if you've ever, have you ever watched any Doctor Who?
1: No, not a minute.
0: In Doctor Who, he has a, you know, you know how it's played by a million different people. Yeah. Yeah. In it, like he, he, tra- there's a part where he suddenly transforms. There's a thing where he's like, Oh, I'm transforming. And he transforms into the, so most of the series ends with him transforming into the next actor, into the next who one. plays it. Yeah. This one, um, something happened where they were actually he ended up being it wasn't working, and he told the two people he's like pull on me, and when he pulled, he was split into two. Oh wow! And so it's now two Doctor Who's, and people are not happy about oh, it. Wow! And it was David That's Tennant really cool. came back. To play David Tennant came back to play Doctor Who, so now there's a David Tennant Doctor Who, and um, oh, I didn't know that. And a yes, and and, and Cootie uh, Gatwa is the other Doctor Who, and but when he because they split, they had to kind of share clothes, so his opening scene is just him in tidy whiteies, as Ooh. the Doctor, with beautiful round bubble <laughs> butt. Mm. And just running around being Doctor Who and seeing a black gay guy play Doctor Who, it's and I'm not even a huge Doctor Who fan, but I think it's very important. So I put that
1: it up. is important. Yes, yes. Next, James Bond. Oh God, that would be great. Yeah. um well, my queer moment, it's it's kind of again, it's like yeah, pop culture significance. I'm going to the Tonys. I'm going to That two, whole that
0: whole that whole thing is gay. <laughs> that whole thing is queer. Two
1: public. non-binary actors who were nominated. Um, one, Alex Newell, really does present as female. Uh, plays a female role in Shock to the Musical. She won for. Uh, they won for. And Jay Harrison Gee is the star of Some Like It Hot, which has really that, you know, it used to be about what they called cross-dressing, but now this new iteration of Some Like It Hot is about uh, gender issues and gender fluidity. So they both um, were in the category of actor because the category actress is very gender-specific, where you can argue actor is not. They're all actors. And they both won. So two non-binary actors winning best... Actor and Best Supporting Actor in a Musical at the Tonys this year. I thought.
0: Yes, I thought That's that was amazing too. I will see the the Spirit Independent Spirit Awards came out and they got rid of all the gendered awards. It's all just best performance. Yeah,
1: I noticed that. And um, I worry I, well, about that. I
0: I worry about that because I I just if all the men win, that would bother me. You know well, what I mean. The Gotham
1: Awards do that. The Gotham Awards combine male and female actors and yeah charles melton won out of all of them so sorry ladies
0: yeah it's one of those things where i i I don't i i I want more awards not less awards
1: yeah exactly yeah wouldn't
0: it be great if there was just enough non-binary people that you could just have a non-binary category
1: that would be cool
0: but i don't know what the answer is but i love it i more, more i want awards for everybody i want awards for everyone
1: well good let's give awards to what we think were the best queer films of 2023
0: okay all right
1: i'll go first i've been asking you first this entire time and i feel like it's putting a lot of pressure on you okay so this one i've got 3 my number 3 theater camp okay I thought it was fun. I thought it was different. It was just joyful. It was shot and delivered very differently than I expected. It was funny. It had Jimmy Tatro. I enjoyed it. Okay. Do you have a number three?
0: I don't. I just all have right. Two. I'll do my number two. I have
1: two. <laughs> then I'll do okay. my number two. All right. And my number two is "Dicks the Musical."
0: Oh, you know what? I'll put that as my number three. That I Yay. forgot about that. I'll have that be my number three. Okay.
1: Okay. So now give us your two.
0: My number two <laughs> is the Barbie movie. I'm sorry. I know it says it's not specifically there's a gay person, but it's fucking, that's fucking faggy.
1: There's the Alan. Ken,
0: there's a Ken. There is Alan, but the whole Ken musical, that's gay. I'm oh, putting gay. that as my, that's, it's, it's very queer coded. I'm yes. putting that as my number two queer movie.
1: I will allow it.
0: Actually, my number one movie is not, um, is also just queer coded as well.
1: Oh, really? Cause my number one is about lesbians as well. Lesbian is my theme of the year. And I'm talking of course, about bottoms.
0: Oh, fuck bottoms. Uh, you know what? No bottoms is my number three. Okay. Bottoms is my number three. Dicks will be my number four. Barbie is my number two. My number one. (laughs) My number one, it came out in January.
1: Okay. So you might not
0: remember. It's Megan. (laughs) Megan. (laughs) Megan. When Megan started dancing around, that is it it exploded the gay community. It it I think that is one of the best movies of the year. Fucking (laughs) it changed forever that is going to show up in drag and lip sync numbers. Oh, forget it. It yes.
1: is in multiple sequels. <laughs> yeah. Crossover with yes. Chucky.
0: Like, like, yeah. Yeah. Megan versus Chucky. When that movie happens, I'm going to fucking explode. And gayness. I'm going to explode rainbows. bottom, Megan. Yeah. Megan uh, had to be my number one. <laughs> had to be my number one. Bottoms, if we had to do where no, it had to be about queer people, it would be Bottoms. Bottoms was amazing.
1: But yeah, both your two and one are very queer coded. <laughs> well, that's it for the queer categories. We're about to enter our uh, favorite um, superhero and sci-fi and fantasy stuff. But, I think a good way to kind of ease into those categories is with this next category, which is best binge. What is the thing that once you dove in this year, you just couldn't stop until it forced you to?
0: Yeah. Do you, I have a top five for this?
1: All right. I only have one.
0: Oh, you only have one. Oh, why, yes. We, we are totally not on the same page. We, we just- Yeah, <laughs> we,
1: we are opposite in how we approach these categories. So before you do your top five, I'll give you my number one. My number one binge of twenty twenty three is the Spider Man 2 game on PS5. Oh, oh my good God. lord. A
0: video this, game. How dare you!
1: This this <laughs> almost this almost took like a spot in Best Movie because the story is so good. The voice acting is so good. And of course, the gameplay is incredible spider the Spider-Man games by Insomniac I think it is they are the best uh and Spider-Man 2 I think is the best of the best. In this one you're you play both as Miles and Peter and it's incredible. Nice. You also play as MJ a lot. <laughs>
0: oh nice
1: which is slightly not as incredible
0: well because yeah, she's just like eh, you, you she, hit the jackpot walks... you have to like keep saying yeah. you hit the jackpot over and
1: over you again. always have to sneak if you're playing MJ it's all about sneaking so people don't see you and it's like oh I just want to punch
0: um I've been playing uh, Super Mario Wonder I went through I'm now i oh. I'm now like trying to like a hundred percent it right now Wonder. and there's one last level and mm-hmm. I can't beat it because it's very hard you got it Um, I love binging shows and I watch a very plethora of shows. Um, and so I, this is my chance to really, I I had to list a bunch that were just, these are shows where like, I couldn't, if I had to wait, I could not wait as soon as they were released. I had to do it. If they were on, then I had to, but if it was, everything was released, then I watched it all in a row. Um, so at number 5 i put the other two yes um the way way to end a series it's so brilliant it's so smart it's so fantastic please watch the other two it's over because apparently the two writer producers were very problematic and they're probably never going to work again
1: um so, so. <laughs> i wonder though like talk about the perfect way to end the show that was the perfect way to end yes. the show for it yes. to then end and then for it to be tarnished by these stories of this abuse that happened on set, that is the most other two. Thing Especially I've ever
0: heard. because it's all stemmed from the two actors being bitter because they wanted to be the stars. They wanted to star in it.
1: Oh my god, the whole thing works. It's so the other two.
0: Yes. Um, the next thing I will list is Heartstopper. I Yay. I watched it in one fell
1: swoop. Yep. So did we.
0: Um, and I fucking. It's just those two characters. I love it. I love where it went in season two. Um I will say la- the last few years I had never have I ever was always on this but I was a little disappointed yeah, in how yeah. that ended even though I did binge that all in one sitting as well. Um the next one I'm going to put is The Fall of the House of Usher.
1: Yes, girl.
0: This shit it started a little slow where I was like, I don't know. Okay. All right. Then the second one, I'm like, all right, all right, this is fun. By the third one, I was like, I have to know why this is happening. Why is everyone dying? And then by the end, when it is revealed, I was ag- agogged, agagged,
1: gagged, gagged. It- it was. It's a rare show that really did lock the dismount.
0: It's so hard. You most people, and this is one of those things. Like Ryan Murphy, watch fucking Fall of House of Usher. This is how you right. end a fucking sh- horror series.
1: Yes, all the story threads that you've established come to a head. Yeah, you not don't fall
0: apart. New ones.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Um, my number two is Poker Face. Love it. Poker Face, Natasha Lyonne, one of the best um, mystery series. I am so jazzed and excited for the second season of this. I fucking love the show. I love the Natasha Lyonne has kind of exploded as this like bright, vibrant person. I really yes. loved Russian doll. And then the second season shit the bed. So I was like scared, yeah. but now she's back with poker face. I fucking love it. And, love it. My, and plus another
1: yes. great Charles Melton performance.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. I mean, he does. He's just has sex, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, it is great.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, My number one is a show. I tried over and over and over to get Brett to watch. And he never did.
1: Oh, sorry.
0: (laughs) He wouldn't watch it. And it is called Only Friends, a Thai BL, which you can watch on YouTube. It is a group of six hot as fuck, horny, gay, dysfunctional college friends that are all cheating on each other. And it is the most riveting, sexy, hot romp. That I watched this year. It is
1: hot. Where can people see that
0: on YouTube? It's just on YouTube.
1: Literally on YouTube.
0: Yeah, Only Friends YouTube. It has every. It has hot guys. It has hot sex scenes. It has betrayal. It has cheating. It has. It has everything you want. It's great. It's great. (laughs) I love it.
1: Those are some good binges. And some of them may have spilled over into my later lists. Oh, okay. Such as a big category. Yes. This is our best superhero fantasy sci-fi TV shows. I'm going to give you my number three first because you just talked about it. My number three, because I consider it fantasy, Okay. is Fall of the House of Usher.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't... You know what? I... I had, I didn't put, you know what? Yeah, I, it's weird that I put that in Best Binge, but I did, I think because I had it in that category, I gave the love to other things.
1: Yes, I understand. Um, I loved it so much for all the reasons you said. It just, I devoured it. And it defined the Halloween season, which you appreciate as well. Like giving us a good show that was scary during Halloween. Mike Flanagan, thank you once again.
0: I have a tie for number three. Okay. It's two cartoons. And that is Harley Quinn and Invincible. Yes. I'm loving Invincible and I'm loving Harley Quinn. I don't know. We've talked about them. Um I don't know if there's much that much more I can say about them, but they just are they 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 are perfect at what they're aiming to do. They're great.
1: I completely agree, which is why Harley Quinn is my number 2. It has still some of the best jokes on TV right now. Yeah. My and it num- consistently has landed the best jokes over three seasons.
0: My number two is one that I was like, oh, yeah, I love this. I didn't put it in my best binge, but I did oh. think this was smart and fun. And I felt yeah. it it was sci-fi enough that I felt it deserved okay. to be there. And that is Mrs. Davis.
1: Oh, hell yeah. What a good show. What Mrs. a good show. Davis.
0: Yes. Uh, superhero nun who used to be a magician was yes. yes. fighting AI. Hell Yeah. Hell yeah! And is our number, My one, number one the same?
1: <laughs> is the same as yours? Can we say it? Yeah. On three. Yeah. One, two, three. Gen V.
0: Yay. Gen V Um, talk about what a surprise. I will say when the first, I watched the first episode and it was a little like heavy on the nudity violence and not heavy enough on the story. So I was like, Oh, is this just going to be, but then as soon as they were like, Oh, let's concentrate on the characters. It fucking blew up for me.
1: This show really just did track the relationships of these kind of six main characters and stayed focused on those relationships The sex, the gore, the violence, all of that was backdrop to a a great story about six characters you really kind of care about. If you like the new mutants, then you will love Gen V. Yes.
0: This is the closest to what we want the X-Men to be.
1: The level of drama and soap operatics. Yeah.
0: This is getting to what we want the X-Men to be. It was one when, uh, remember that X-Men spinoff TV show? The Gifted. The Gifted. It, it had so much potential and then it just kind of got washed away in lore and politics. And it's like, just focus on the characters. It's easy.
1: Yeah. It's not hard. Thank you, Gen V. I think you really were one of the best things about the past year. Yeah. Which takes us to performances. So our best superhero sci-fi fantasy TV performances of the year.
0: Um, yes
1: my number three goes to miss carla gugino for fall of the house of usher she played a different character every episode and sold it every time
0: and i had the same one
1: fantastic
0: i had the same one she also just a shout out to her having a smoking hot rock and bod and she's in her fifties.
1: She looks so good. She looks so good. And she's always been yeah, one of the most beautiful. Yeah. And I do I've feel
0: the whole show stems on you believing her as this evil being. And she yes. just nails it. Like if this was not played correctly, the whole show would have just fallen apart.
1: And not only believing her as this, but being on her side for some reason, even though she is quote unquote, the villain the quote-unquote protagonists are so despicable that you're rooting for her. Yeah. Yeah. My number two is a tie... Um, but it goes to Murray Bartlett and Nick Offerman for, uh, their episode three, four, three of the last of us. Oh,
0: that's good. That's good. I A mean, wonderful
1: that... self-contained gay story. Okay.
0: I will say I only did one. I only listed one one for these. So that was all I had, but okay. I, I, uh, yeah, that was, that was amazing performances.
1: And I guess I know who your number one is because it's probably mine.
0: No, mine is Carla. Like I only listed.
1: Oh, it one. is Carla. Yeah, I only oh, listed my number one. one. Sorry. Is...
0: I forgot that you were doing three. I had one.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> what is your let's number celebrate. one? It's Kihui Kwan for Loki. Oh,
0: okay. Oh yeah, he was great. Yes. He was great. Yes. The
1: show wasn't great, but he was great. I
0: think I think because I did not like the show as much, I that counted points against him.
1: Oh, well speaking of not liking but he shows. Was he was amazing. He was amazing. Um, do you want to talk about our worst superhero fantasy and sci-fi TV shows of the year?
0: Um, I only listed one. Did you do three? And it's,
1: I did three. I mean, but it's like three. We we didn't even talk about them. Um Gotham Knights, which I saw like two episodes of. Oh my god. Didn't even what watch trash. It. Okay. CW like, C list Gotham characters, awful. And then I can't believe you and I never talked about this show. Velma. <laughs>
0: and like, Oh yeah. You know? Let's, I watched, I watched it. And. Yeah. Uh, it was just nothing. I don't think I watched like the last two episodes. It just did not make any sense. It was, yeah. and this is the problem with um, Mindy Kaling. It's like, you can write, an Indian care Indian female character that is not reprehensible because I also Ooh, watch the I college ever. life well never have I ever I also watch the college life of um, uh, the sex life of teenage or the sex life of a college, college girls. girls it's the yeah. same like she the Indian female character is horrible it yeah. ends with everyone being like we're not speaking to you anymore because you're a horrible human being like
1: it which is a big part of never have I ever too which
0: is the same thing and it's the same thing with Velma. Making Velma so unlikable, yeah, it's it just it doesn't make any sense. And then making her and Daphne have a relationship made no sense. Yeah, um it just was. And then how some stuff was Scooby Doo and then some stuff wasn't Scooby Doo made no sense. I didn't get it. I didn't get it.
1: No, no, it was bad. But we really didn't get what I'm, what I'm sure is our It has to be top, our same worst. number one, yeah. I mean, it's Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion.
0: Right? I put that as the only one, because I'm like, that would be my number three Secret Invasion. It was invasion. so offensive. Number two, Secret Invasion. Number one, Secret Invasion. Just just so, shit the bed every single... It was like they made the wrong choice every single moment.
1: It was as if nobody knew how to tell a story that worked on that show. Yeah. In num- a number of ways. Nobody
0: understood what um, creating suspense meant.
1: There was nothing, no reveals. No reveals. No-
0: Here's a show where there's scrawls, where famous superhero characters might be scrawls, and not one dramatic reveal that oh, you were a scrawl the whole time? Not
1: once. Not once. And <laughs> when they did reveal them, they did them so anti-dramatic yes, exactly and like, here you go here, oh, 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 by, by the way oh by the way he's a scroll and they cheapened existing relationships i.e tony stark and james rhodes in yeah. endgame if we're to think that that was a scroll yeah. um they killed maria hill for no fucking no reason, reason only to so that it did something all of it was trash the end was trash. Every character sucked. How are you going to have Olivia Coleman and just, man, who cares?
0: She was the most interesting thing in the whole goddamn show.
1: But her character made no sense also.
0: It didn't. No, everyone, nothing made sense.
1: Nothing made sense. It was horrible. It didn't feel like Nick Fury even. It was just so bad.
0: Like, I still remember when, um, what's the Super scroll? the Game of Thrones lady?
1: Yeah, Amelia Clark.
0: Amelia Clark. Her character shows up to um Samuel Jackson's wife, her scrawl character. And I just remember her being like, Yes, I'm just here. I broke the rules and I'm waiting for them to come kill me. And then it's like, we're here. And she's like, oh no, they're here. And I'm like, you just said 10 minutes ago that you knew they were coming. And right. now you were like, oh, what do we do? I'm like, huh? it, it nothing nothing made sense.
1: No, nothing.
0: It was awful. It was embarrassment. And I honestly feel, I hope that that was the main thing where they were like, we need to get our shit together. We need to make TV shows that are actually,
1: that was their come to Jesus. Yeah. That. And I guess the dailies of daredevil or whatever, the early drafts.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: All right. Well, that was it for TV. Let's broaden the screen and talk about movies. All right. Our best.
0: I do have a top three
1: of best.
0: Uh, movies okay my number three is the barbie movie
1: oh my god girl um my number three is a tie it is the tie of the dolls it is barbie and megan tied Mm -hmm. for third okay
0: mine's in it so that's in a tie for first um wait so you had barbie and megan tied okay i guess you had the doll. oh that makes sense that does make sense um, I still put Megan at number one because it just—it just, just actually—it just—it just, <laughs> okay, calm down. It just—it just touched me. So it touched me in a good place. Um,
1: oh, show me on the doll where it touched
0: you. <laughs> but okay, so my number two, okay, is Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Oh, nice, good. Call Dungeons back. and
0: Dragons was so it's fucking great. good, so fucking so smart. So I mean, just. so so good it had no business of being that good also because I assumed it was going to be garbage and then I watched it I'm like what is happening why is this funny why oh is my this god it's smart wait why are the action scenes good why does this look why
1: great? is Chris Pine making me smile
0: yeah it just hit the nail on the head the whole way um, that's great and my number one I had to have Megan in there but um, Megan tied with of course into the spider verse
1: across yeah across um, was it was across spider verse yeah. Under the Spider-Verse. Yep.
0: Aboard the Spider-Verse. Yep. Yes. Upon the yes, Spider-Verse.
1: Correct. Um, sitting in the corner of the Spider-Verse. Uh, yeah. Uh, so my number two is Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which I absolutely adored. I thought I did not expect the emotional depth that James Gunn hit us with in that movie. It was mm-hmm. joyful. It was a wonderful ending for those characters. And my number one is... Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse because I think yes. that's the best Spider-Man movie ever made.
0: Yeah, maybe? yeah, yeah. I mean that trilogy is going to go down as like the best of all Spider-Man.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, it's great. Best superhero fantasy sci-fi movie performance.
0: Um, I have uh, a, a, my basically my number two is what basically it's a group of, it's a cast. I'm just giving out to the entire cast of Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Oh, fine. Even Michelle Rodriguez.
0: Uh, she was fine too, but she was playing like a gruff. What do you have against Michelle Rodriguez?
1: I don't know. I think what it was, she was talking shit about uh, the MCU and she was like, Jesus Christ enough already with those movies do you really think we need that many and I'm like says the woman in Fast and the (laughs)
0: Furious shut the fuck up she's just bitter she didn't get she wanted to be She-Hawk and she's bitter about it
1: Uh, oh no oh Anna Lucia
0: but who do you have a do you have a top three
1: I have a top three my number three my number three is a tie and you're gonna be like who are they but it's Yuri Lowenthal and Najee Jeter who are they I'm glad you asked. They do the voices of Peter Parker and Miles Morales, respectively, in the Spider-Man 2 PS5 video game. Oh, my God. And they were incredible. Shut the fuck up. They were so good. (laughs) I hear their voices in my head always.
0: Okay. Who do you have for your number two?
1: Iman Vellani for the Marvels. Okay. I thought she was delightful. I thought she carried that. She did a lot of heavy lifting in that movie. You know what?
0: Way. I was I was contemplating them. And in the end, Marvels was fun. I did not hate the Marvels at all, but it just wasn't. No, yeah, I fine. felt it for me. It was not worthy enough to be in my top.
1: I'm sorry. It was not. Yes. But I thought her performance, though, did shine.
0: Yeah. And best performance for me, hands down, number one for me, of course, is Megan. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I put Megan. I just, I just, she ate, she ate, her oh, wait, dancing yeah. and then murdering people is just, there's yeah. nothing better.
1: She's gonna come up later for me, also. Okay. Um, but for now, my number one is Ryan Gosling as Ken. In Barbie.
0: Oh, you know what? I that mean, was really good, too. That should be in my top as well. That's I'll put hands him in, down. He'll be my number three. That was yeah, great. That's hands down the best He was great.
1: Here, for sure.
0: I'm Knuff. I'm seeing those Knuff. Those Knuff hoodies are everywhere right now.
1: Everywhere. Do you think there's a world where Ryan Gosling takes the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor away from Charles Melton?
0: <laughs> I don't. Do you think he's going to get nominated?
1: Yes. I absolutely. Do. I don't
0: think I, I. don't think anything from Barbie will win. I think people when it's a, when something's that big of a blockbuster and it's divisive yeah. with the whole politics of it, I don't think it's going to win
1: anything. It might win like production design or art direction. Yeah. Whatever
0: oh, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. That it will win, but for acting stuff, I think there's too many. Yeah. No there's way. too much backlash. Right um, now, uh, I think Charles Melton, or maybe yeah. possibly, I, I saw the holdovers and the kid the kid in the holdovers is really, is really good. Oh,
1: okay.
0: That movie's really good. Um, It's also really sad, but okay.
1: What about movies that aren't good? Okay. Like our worst (laughs) of the year.
0: Oh no. I mean, I I, I, can, you know, mine, I feel like, you know, mine, I feel like I've been very vocal this whole year.
1: Quantumania.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Worst. Or is that yours?
1: No, mine's the flash.
0: Oh yeah, no, I like the flash better than Quantum Mania.
1: The oh Flash, God. here's the thing.
0: I'm gonna tell you this. The Flash, flash had a good beginning. The Flash at least had me entertained. I was not yeah. bored. Yeah. There's parts where I'm like, this is not good, this yeah. is stupid, but I was not bored. Quantum Mania was boring, stupid, trying to be funny, but not funny, and terrible special effects, and also completely broke away from what Ant-Man was supposed to be. And also the Michelle heist. Pfeiffer made no sense.
1: Would you shut up? I'm trying to think.
0: They're like, what's happening? We're about to die. Where are we? Shut up. I'm trying to think. Not now. People are coming to kill us. What do we do? Are they on our side or not? Stop shut asking so
1: many questions. <laughs>
0: just, how do I fly this plane? Shut the fuck up. I'm trying to think. Shut the fuck up. I could not with her. Ugh! Awful. Terrible. And then Modoc. Oh, God. I'm sorry, who was in charge of the VFX for Modoc? It looked so bad. Yeah. It was, that is the worst, maybe we need to have- That was so- Like, worst CGI. Like, a yeah, worst yeah. CGI. Quantumania. <laughs> it was so yeah, bad. I mean, it's
1: really, that, like, to me was the most, one of the most important things of 2023 was Marvel realizing, like, it hit rock bottom. You you gave us Quantum Mania and Secret Invasion, and that's just not okay.
0: Yeah. It's bad. And there wasn't Quantumania it wasn't Quantum Mania starting off phase five. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. started off with a. Tone with Setter. A, with a,
1: a. Thud. A, a fart. All right. Do right. you want to talk about the comic books? I mean, that's why you and I do a show. Yes.
0: Let's that. start talking about the comic books.
1: The comic books. Um, all right. So do we want to talk about our best comic book character? Or should, or do do we, we want to do? Wor- I mean, are worst? Are we doing
0: worst last or should we do uh, worst first?
1: Do we do worst comic book character? Let's No, do no. Just, no, book. I think it's
0: just worst comic book.
1: Yeah, let's do that.
0: I mean, you know, mine too. I've made enough jokes about it.
1: Is it Marauders?
0: No, no, there's something worse than that. I feel it's what? children of the vault.
1: Oh my God. That was your worst.
0: Yes. I hate it. Marauders is definitely up there. I think Marauders could make a big, but children of Vault. Marauders. um, At least did something that then is like, Oh, this could be used for later. We could pull things from this for later. Literally nothing that happened in Children of All made any difference. There was no reason for it. It, Yeah, There was no reason for it to even exist.
1: Correct. Which is why I gave mine to Realm of X.
0: Oh yeah, that was terrible too. I hated that as well. It was awful. I also
1: have... Call out worst is, I'm so sorry, Al Ewing, is Avengers Inc., the the Janet Van Dyne detective Oh, I couldn't get, I I didn't even
0: finish the second one.
1: Solely because of her outfits. (laughs) They never got better. They kept getting worse. Was
0: Marauders where they went into the past a billion years ago? Was that this year?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know what? Now that you're starting to bring that up, it's like, I'm getting icky feeling. That's a tie. Tie, I'm changing my, I'm pulling it out of the ballot. I'm putting Tied. Marauders and Children of the Vault both that was an abortion of a comic too. It was terrible. Yeah. Jesus. All right, let's talk about what we did like.
1: What we did like. Um, what are we starting we to talk with? about? Why don't let's do our best comic moment.
0: Okay. I couldn't. I couldn't narrow it down to one.
1: Oh my god! I have so many. I've got six.
0: Okay, I have one, two. Th- I have four. So you give me your have, six and five. I
1: have three. I have three TV and movie, and I have three comic. Um, all right. So my number. Oh, six, you know what?
0: Oh, I only did. I only did comic book. I only did comic book things. That's okay. That's fine.
1: Well, then, then I'll just go through the moments from TV and movies. Okay. Um, the Hank McCoy cameo in the Marvels.
0: Oh yeah 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 yeah. That would be in mine, of course.
1: Um, Grant Morrison appearing on
0: Titans. (laughs) That was great too. That was great.
1: And Groot saying, I love you guys.
0: That was great too. Yeah. That was, oh, that was really good. I, and because it was the one where like, oh, we can now understand him.
1: He let us in.
0: Yes. Um, all right. So he's, these are my top four moments of, um, of the comic, comic books. books, I oh wait no wait sorry one one of mine is wait is this when did Ms Marvel premiere? The TV oh, show that's
1: old. That's that was old last girl. year.
0: Okay, I have her as a mutant. That's old. Never mind. For some reason, I thought that happened this year. I'm wrong. Okay, my number four, no my number three. So I only have a top three. My number three, Kitty Pride's dark turn.
1: Ooh yes. <laughs>
0: Kitty pride fucking turning into a murdering ninja is what I needed. It's what I wanted seeing her My, use her powers mm-hmm. to murder and kill and be evil. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not going to say evil cause it was all justified, but, um, loved after, it.
1: After falling through a gate too, which the whole thing was chaotic. Yes. It was incredible. My number three is when Krakoa swallows Doug in Immortal. (laughs) Because that shit was out of nowhere. And that is wild. And we still don't know where the fuck he is.
0: Mm -hmm. He's probably with Sinister. Because Sinister's still down there too. We'll see. My number two is... Emma Frost and Tony Stark get
1: married. Yay! Amazing.
0: I mean, I've been reading the where I read my comics, there's a whole litany of like people fighting in comment sections afterwards. Yeah. And people are like, "This is bullshit. This is just an X Men comic. Fuck this. Fuck Emma Frost." But if these many episodes and people are like, is it just me or like they really are like a good couple? Wait, I do I want them to like stay? Like everyone's kind of like, I think this needs to stick. And I'm really scared they're not going to leave. Make it stick. I think they need to fall in love and stay together because mm-hmm. they belong together.
1: So obviously, you know, we're taking this week to do this best of episode. So we're not talking about Alpha Flight 5 and Invincible Iron Man number 13. Yes. But I do want to just take a moment and say the page of Tony and Emma just ice skating at Rockefeller Center. Yeah, they didn't need to do that
0: because it was specifically they got scrawls to pretend they were them and they went and kissed at Rockefeller Center. So they did not have to do that and they still the moment, went and did it with the what
1: the moment where she says my father ruined everything he touched including my mother and mm-hmm. tony was like yeah that doesn't ring a bell like <laughs> the fact that they both had these asshole abusive fathers yeah. that helped shape so much of their existence is not something a connection I ever made until they said it.
0: And Tony Stark keeps saying things where they're like, "Oh, it's just a fake marriage." He's like, "Yeah, whatever." Like you can tell he's like he's aware that he's feeling something. But Emma Frost is still not making it known if if she is being swayed at all. And I need yeah. I want and I think they're saving it for when he gives her that um does she know he has the the book with um the 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 five the cuckoos?
1: I'm not sure. I don't think she does know he took it. I he think when it. he
0: gives that to her, I think she's going to fucking be drenched. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be like, come into the bedroom, bitch.
1: Um, also, really quick, since we're talking about it, Alpha F- Flight number five, great ending. Yeah. Great issue.
0: Although I'm really sad that one character got killed. Me too. So I'm hoping too. he gets resurrected.
1: Me too. Argent. And yeah. then yeah, X-Men 29, um, Whatever, dooms mutants. Okay, I'm convinced though that that woman with the four arms is going to be on a team at some point.
0: I don't care about any of them. Me too. All right. Um, that being said, what did, did you have? Did you give oh, me your number two?
1: Oh, my number two. My number two moment um, is the Black Emma Frost, Black Sebastian Shaw panel in Bishop War College, where Bishop <laughs> shows them a vision of his world and Black Sebastian Shaw. Turns to Black Emma Frosty Girls. Girl, you were white. <laughs> it's, it was my favorite panel of the year. <laughs> Not my number one, but my number two.
0: Um, I'm surprised you don't have Emma and Tony getting married.
1: I do. Is it number one? Heart. Oh, okay. No, my number one. My number one is just the moment that I, my number one is like I read it and I was like, This is so fucking intense. This is so fucking good. This is so creative. I fucking love this.
0: Oh, my God. What is it? I feel mine's like Mm -hmm. an obvious one that I'm surprised you haven't listened either.
1: When Jean Grey recruited Firestar in her death.
0: Oh, that was fun. Um, I still think um, maybe Mystique being (laughs) Kurt's dad (laughs) and Destiny being the mom, that is my best moment. That is the big reveal for me.
1: I know. See, I knew I wanted to spread the moments. So I didn't didn't pick ones I was hoping you would pick. Okay.
0: Okay. (laughs) All right. What are we on to next? That brings us
1: to our best comic book. Oh, no. Let's do best comic character.
0: Okay. Mine is very similar because mine is Uncanny Spider-Man. Oh, fun. I think it's just such a great entry into the Spider-Verse. Fits perfectly, and having such big moments, such as finding out that Mystique is his dad, yeah, it's it. This is becoming a very important book, and I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, mine is Emma Frost because she married Iron. Man.
0: <laughs> you know what it's just we've had emma frost so many times i have to also spread the love throughout the years i can't because because honestly we would like be giving it to her every year for christ's sakes
1: oh well what about who who was her best new character this this is something we haven't prepared but maybe on the fly we can we can think of a, our favorite new character mine oh god don't uh, say would be iron it, don't fire say
0: it. oh oh okay yeah i thought you were gonna say um uh, what's his name? <laughs> Fucking what? Was it Kafka? What's the one the kid with the Oh I love Kafka? <laughs> I
1: love um, Kafka. no, I would say Iron Fire.
0: I would agree with Iron Fire though.
1: Yeah. Um he's, he's an angry little faggot with muscles. Really
0: or cool. or no, actually, I really like Mother Righteous as well.
1: <gasps> she's my worst. Why? If we did worst character, I hate Mother Righteous. She and I just don't like her.
0: But you don't think she's a fun foil?
1: no oh
0: shit i think i'm just sick of her (laughs) no but when she's gonna get her comeuppance she's gonna get her comeuppance and you're gonna love it yeah
1: yeah yeah i just need it to happen already all right (laughs) like her her like jolly g joe cockney bullshit like i'm just like shut up wow all right best comic book
0: best is this the last one
1: Well, we do Entertainer of the Year.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, fine. Best comic book. Well, mine is really boring. But what's your number three?
1: Alpha Flight.
0: Okay. I have Invincible Iron Man. I love it. What's your number two?
1: X-Men Red.
0: X Oh, you know what? Fuck. I didn't put X-Men Red in all of this. Ah, fuck. Now I'm like questioning everything. Um, I just put X-Men, regular X-Men. Okay. And what's your number one?
1: Same as yours. Immortal. Immortal X-Men.
0: Immortal X-Men. Honestly, but Immortal, X-Men, Invincible Iron Man, and and X-Men Red, I feel it's just all telling the same... X-Men Red is a bit separated, but it's all leading up to the same story. And I just love that whole story.
1: Yeah. But uh, but Immortal in particular, just yeah. the way that book is delivered, I will cite the art is gorgeous. I think yeah. it's, it's Lucas Wernick still doing yeah. it. Uh, and it's just, to me, Immortal represents the best of the X-Men. It represents exactly. everything love. The drama, exactly. the relationships, the stakes, oh. like the twists. Sorry. All of it. Hmm?
0: Sorry, my phone was ringing. Oh. People just can't get enough of
1: me. I know the feeling. People also, so congratulations, Immortal X-Men. Let's give a round of applause to our favorite comic book of the year. Really great. Um, Let's talk about our Entertainer of the Year.
0: Entertainer of the Year, I have a tie. Okay. And mine, I'm I'm taking it out of all of what we were talking about. I'm not going into the world of... TV. I'm not going into the world of movies. I'm not going to the world of comics. I feel the thing that most people talked about, and the most things, and I think it's the be- people. Two, two people have become billionaires through what they've done this year, and it is through their concerts. I'm talking about the two biggest concerts. Oh yeah, in the world yep. right now, and so I'm giving yep. Entertainment of the Year to Taylor Swift and Beyonce.
1: Oh my God! Now, so smart. You are correct.
0: These people, I mean, literally, it's changing people's lives. People are going to see these concerts, having these epic experiences. These people are raking in the money, becoming billionaires. Um, And they're basically, Taylor Swift is also being like, hey, do you want to like, if you sign up for this thing and this, um, just sign up to vote. And if you register to vote, I'll give you these things. She's having getting hundreds of thousands of people to register vote as Democrats. What? She's
1: anti-Trump, which is great.
0: Yeah. It's like, is she going to save democracy?
1: She's going to do a big part.
0: And Beyonce, just like, I mean, who would have thought I kind of wrote off Beyonce. I was just not really into her music. The last few albums, it just wasn't my cup of tea. And then she's like, Oh, I'm going to make a album for the gays and then do a whole crazy concert on it? I'm gonna come out in a disco outfit on a glitter horse? What? Yep. Yeah, I have to give it to them. They're smart, smart, savvy businesswomen are running the world.
1: I have to completely agree with you. I, my entertainers of the year was another tie. And again, my theme is dolls. Thank you, Ryan Gosling and Megan for being, (laughs) (laughs) our two pop culture icons (laughs) of the year.
0: Yes. Things that are going to be talking about for years to come.
1: That's right. That's right. Uh, wow. What a whirlwind. Really, really, you know, it was a good year um, for us in terms of being gays who are into comics, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you think were some of the best things? Um, you know, Evil Jeff and I have read every single comic book and seen every TV show and movie. So we know what the best are, but... What were yours? What did you think we overlooked in this year's best of awards? Let us know Write to us. Yeah, because
0: there's something we know about all of you. We know that if you're listening to this, Mm. we know that you read comics and know what else we know about you. We know that Mm. if you read those comics, then that makes you (gasps)
1: queer. See you next year. Bye. Shusmae